Hey guys, it's me. Not that you were expecting anyone else. Anyways, Gaming After College has a sponsor. I know, right? We're getting with the times. It's pretty exciting. Anyways, our sponsor of today's episode is Anchor. Anchor is a brand new service that lets you make podcasts, and they make it very easy to do so. All you need to do to make a podcast is right there on their app and right there on their website. On top of that, they handle automatic distribution of your podcast to various different platforms. So you don't have to do anything with RSS feeds. And then they look for sponsorships for your podcast with absolutely no minimum amount of listenership, which is great for me because I think I only have five of you guys out there listening to my beautiful voice and uh, keep going. Thanks, guys. The best part about Anchor, it's absolutely 100% free. So what are you waiting for? Go and try it out. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, guys, let's get back to the episode. Hello and welcome to Gaming After College, the only podcast that helps you manage your gaming time and your busy life. This is your host, Manny, speaking. Today, we will be talking about one of the greatest games of the year. No, no, no. The game of the decade, Spider-Man. Let's get started. So before we get started with the main portion of this episode, I do want to give a quick of, a bit of an update. Uh, as my dedicated, many, many dedicated fans are aware, I have actually haven't posted a new episode in over a month now. And uh, there's a lot of good reason for that. And so I'm just going to go ahead and give a quick explanation. So I needed extra time to study for an examination I was taking. I ultimately failed, but you know what? That's okay, because actually I actually learned, I learned a lot of things in the process, and I'm going to retake it again soon. Um, but then immediately after that, immediately after I took this exam, my MacBook failed on me. And my MacBook is basically my main machine. I do everything on this machine, from hacking to, to some gaming to recording this podcast. And when it died, I didn't have an alternative and I just dedicated my time for the podcast anyway to write out, you know, the scripts and figure out what I'm going to be doing for the next few months. And, uh, it actually gave me a really good mindset of the way forward, which is great, but I had the way to get a new laptop. So I'm recording this episode, my first ever gaming after college episode on my new MacBook. So hopefully it comes out better. There's more Ram on this thing. So I'm looking forward to it. All right. So anyways, as always, let's start with some news. So a lot of games have come out in the last few weeks or, or month or so since I last put up an episode. So I'm just going to go ahead and give a quick list of the games that have come out and the games that will come out next week. Actually, there's a one there's a big one coming out next week. So the biggest game is so the biggest games that have come out in the last few weeks are three Red Dead Redemption 2, which is making huge waves, and I believe it actually came out the week I last posted an episode, so during the horror game episode. But that game has been making huge waves. It looks amazing. I think it's up for Game of the Year um, for some reason against Fortnite, which isn't great. But anyways, point is, Red Dead Redemption 2 looks amazing, and it was described to me as, quote-unquote, Yeehaw Skyrim. That is enough to get me into this game. Uh, I thought Skyrim was an amazing open world game. It was my first Elder Scrolls game. And to basically take that setting and, and turn it into the Old West. Yes, please. 
uh i'm i haven't bought this game yet i did buy a couple games over black friday um but not this one and i do plan to buy it but i'm waiting until the uh the price goes down and for those who are interested over black friday i ended up buying two games i bought god of war which is the latest god of war installation i believe god of war 4 but it just goes as god of war and uh, I, I picked that up for about 25 bucks which is great a great price and the second game I picked up was Dragon Quest Eleven: Echoes of an Elusive Age. And this game is more of your traditional JRPG type of game. And I had been craving one of these ever since I stopped playing Persona 5. I almost picked up Persona 5 again, but I decided not to because if I get way too into Persona 5, I'm going to have to finish it before I play anything else. Um, but I'm really glad I was able to pick up Dragon Quest Eleven, which uh, was the last copy at Best Buy, at the local Best Buy I went to. And it only cost me $30, so it was 50% off for a game that just came out in September. So, hell yeah. And two more games have come out in the last month. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. So I actually did pick up this game, and I did post about it on my Twitter. Oh, and that's another thing. Um, if, if I'm not posting anything, be sure to check out the Twitter. I try to keep that thing as updated as I can. I actually I'm trying to dedicate um, a few times a day or a few times a week just to just tweet on it and tweet and like new deals new games gaming news um but i did i did tweet about my recent debacles on that account um and that's at gac underscore podcast on twitter and also if anyone has any questions for me you can always email me at gamingaftercollege at gmail.com but moving on i did pick up the pokemon let's go pikachu version of the game and i have some thoughts on it i'm actually going to do a review on it whenever i do finish it and so far, my thoughts on it, it's easy. It's uh, it's definitely aimed for the younger crowd, the younger generation. It's not as complicated as the old games. And it's it's I've been told it's not actually a core game either. So this isn't like the next the next version of Pokemon. This is more of a spinoff game. Uh, so it is a remake of of uh, Pokemon Yellow. That that was my first Pokemon game back when I was like seven. And so it's, it's almost a shot for shot remake of that game. The game mechanics are a little different. You don't have to weaken Pokemon to catch them. You just throw Pokeballs at them, similar to uh, Pokemon Go. And uh, I'm giving too much away, but so far, I find the nostalgia trip keeping me going, and it makes me really happy. But I do find the uh, easiness a little bit of a turnoff, but I have no regrets because I have tremendous amounts of nostalgia, and nostalgia is a hell of a drug. And then the last game that I want to mention, um, it, j it just came out, I believe, last week, and there's actually been a little bit of controversy surrounding it, uh, was Spyro, the Re Reignited Trilogy. So for those of you who don't know, Spyro was a great video game that came out for the PlayStation. I don't think it ever came out for PlayStation 2, but you know, feel free to correct me on that. And um, it's just a little purple dragon, and something happens in this world of dragons that all the other dragons are turning to stone, and he wants to figure out why. And it's a really awesome game. Um, I had a lot of fun memories playing. I think it was like the first three games. I think they only made three. And uh, so those games were remastered completely, which they look amazing uh, for the PS4. And you can go ahead and pick those up. However, the controversy bit was that Activision, um, who I hold as just, just as slimy as EA, um, didn't think it would be necessary to include subtitles in the game. And uh, I don't know if they ever added this as a patch or an update, but from what I barely read online was that the um, subtitles were not included in the base game. And Activision executives were like, well, we thought they weren't needed. And 
I don't know about you guys. I'm not hard of hearing. Um, I hear perfectly well, but I love having subtitles in any game I play. And uh, mainly because that that helps me not lose track of what's going on. It helps me keep track of all the special words that we created for the game and any special languages that the game has, I'm able to see what the language looks like. So I don't know what Activision is smoking, but you know what? Hopefully they do add this up to add this in a patch because this is highly disappointing for me. I may pick up the game when it goes on sale. Um, I believe you can you can catch it for forty dollars right now, which isn't bad. Um, those are standard for prices of a remake. Uh, so go ahead and check that out. And then the last bit of news is uh, E3 2019 is next year, and you know I'm hoping that I get a good enough fan base where I get invited to attend. Um, but besides me, apparently Sony has announced that they're going to skip E3. And so Sony has historically been known to occupy a large space of the convention center when E3 is in session. And, uh, they're following along with some other, some other big names who have been dropping E3, like Nintendo hardly has a presence anymore at E3. And, uh, the speculation about this is that Sony is planning to unveil the PlayStation 5, um, I've, I've read rumors about this, that this is what they're planning. So they're going to skip out a year, let the tension build and then boom, just, you know, win 2020 when it comes out. Um, so I don't know if that's true or not. Maybe they don't have a greatest set of games coming out next year, but that's not true. Cause they got the last of us two coming out, which is a, it's going to be huge. So stay tuned. I will keep everyone up to date on that. All right, cool. So now let's get started to the review to the main portion of this episode, Marvel's Spider-Man. Gotta relax. This is Earth Radio. And now here's human music. Hmm. Human music. I like it. Okay, so I'm going to try to keep this review spoiler free. Uh, I'm briefly going to talk about the beginning of the game and some of the key elements of the game. But for the most part, I'm not gonna drop a big spoiler on anyone. Um, if I do, I'll edit that out. Um, if for some reason I can't edit it out, then I'll scream spoiler right before it starts. But uh, no, so I will try to keep it 100% uh, spoiler free, besides the beginning. So anything you haven't seen in the trailer, so you're not gonna see, but everything you've seen in the trailer, I will probably talk about. Okay, cool. So let's talk about the, uh, the, the gameplay. So the gameplay has obviously swinging abilities and the swinging in this game is insanely natural. So so for those Spider-Man fans out there, if you've played the original Spider-Man 1 for PS2, the swinging was ridiculous. You, well, it wasn't an open world concept, but also when you swing between buildings, you kind of just shot up at the sky. Like you didn't really see where the webs were going. Um, so it, it, it almost looked like there was like a, a set of helicopters just hovering above you waiting for your every move. And uh, that, that kind of brought it out, you know, it, it kind of took away from the experience. Spider-Man 2 though, PlayStation Spider-Man 2, that game I hold in such high regard. It is an open world game and the swinging is a lot better. And the fact that it's open world and the swinging is amazing makes that game number one on my list of uh, some of the best Spider-Man games. However, Marvel Spider-Man for PS4, it takes the cake 100%. The swinging feels 100% natural, and you you 
you think what you want to do and you can just do it. And it is it is amazing feeling playing a Spider-Man in that game. And I, I feel like no other game has come close to it. So it is definitely toppled. Spider-Man 2 is my favorite. Um, in fact, I don't know if anyone knows if anyone see the movie Ratatouille, but at the end of the at the end of the movie where um, the evil food critic or whatever, he eats Ratatouille and it brings him back to when he's a kid and his mom's making Ratatouille and he's like, oh, my God, this food's amazing. That's how I felt when I first started play, uh, Marvel's uh, Spider-Man. I felt like I was playing this PlayStation 2 version of Spider-Man and it was it was awesome. Uh, so swinging isn't the only thing in the gameplay, uh, obviously. You're, you're punching up thugs and beating up enemies. So this one's more akin to uh, Batman Arkham Asylum or Arkham City, um, where you're just throwing combo jabs at them. And then you can incorporate your swings and your, your I'm sorry, their webs into them. And you also have a ton of gadgets. So if you have, if, if you're fighting a, a big beefy dude who, who you know, he he's super strong and your regular webs won't do anything, then you hit him with a big um i forget what a web splat i think it's what it's called and it's just like huge portion of webs just aimed at him so he can't move um there's a whole bunch of other really cool uh, gadgets one of my favorite is web bomb which is just a big bomb like a big circle orb thing that you throw at your enemies and it just explodes in webs and everyone's captured and it gives you a lot of time to just beat beat, beat everyone up individually or do some sort of crazy move um and as you're playing the game you do actually uh find a, a whole bunch of uh old uh i'm sorry and as you're playing the game you do incorporate a uh, skill point and there's like a skill tree um and it's actually super easy uh, before the before you end the game well depending on what you do but it's it's super easy for me anyway that by the end of the game i had already unlocked everything in each skill tree so there's three skill trees um they each have like a web sling defender and i think combat is what they're called and they each let you do uh, different moves and different and, and different trick tricks while you're slinging. And it's really cool. So like you actually do have a command list as the game ends and you unlocked everything in the skill tree. There is a command list you can access that will help you keep track of like all the moves you have available to you. And they do assist you in combat very much so. And it's a lot of fun. And then finally, the last thing I want to mention in gameplay is um, well, two things I want to mention in gameplay is that each suit that you have so you so as you know that you have this um from the cover you have this red blue suit that also has white on it and uh that's like the sony created one just for the game so it's pretty cool but each suit you do get has a special suit ability so it's almost like a like an ultimate move you can use and um, actually, I, I should bring I should bring up focus as well. Um, so one of the one of the ultimate moves is called focus energy or ultimate focus or something like that. And when you activate it as you're fighting, you're going to generate focus a lot quicker. Focus is the game's um, I'm going to call it the game's almost like MP or magic power points. Um, as you're fighting or swinging or whatever, you generate focus and you have three focus meters and you can fill each one of them up. And in the focus meter, you can actually, if you, if you have one focus bar, you can like knock out a grunt in one hit. And it's, it's actually a really, really, really cool theatrical experience. Like they do, like Spider-Man does some crazy moves when, when you activate this. However, if you're losing health, all you do is press down on the D-pad. It uses some of your focus, but your, your suit injects you with like antibiotics or healing or whatever. Like they, they briefly explain it in the beginning of the game, but the less focus you have, the less you can use it. 
and uh, some some enemies like th there's some big beefy boys that they're gonna fight you um those enemies require two bars of focus and so you, so you can have three at any given time but however one of your suit abilities um it's not called focus energy i've been playing pokemon and that's a pokemon move so it's not that but one of the one of the um suit abilities you have generates more focus insanely fast um and there are other there are other moves that are absolutely amazing in the in the ultimate moves with the suits and you unlock more as the game goes on by unlocking more suits and i'm going to talk a little bit about more, more about suits but i'm going to give everyone a brief history of the timeline or the storyline in this game so let's move on to that so most people don't know that this game is not an origin story when you start the game you're already spider-man you've already been spider-man for about seven to eight years so you're not in high school anymore you actually already graduated college and uh, you're working as a researcher and you you're already spider-man so they, they briefly touch on the origin story very quickly aunt may is in this game they mention uncle ben a few times and that's basically it like you don't really do much um like in terms of origin wise however for those fans of the comics there are a lot of easter eggs so apparently um spider-man in the game won a lifetime supply of backpacks from a science competition and he hid over 50 of these backpacks all over the city and there's just like mementos from his uh from his journeys as spider-man his adventures as spider-man um why he didn't just rent out a storage unit is beyond me but he leaves them in the most intricate of places all over the city and uh you go out and find them and each of them contains something different from the comics something different from his backstory um i'm not going to give too many spoilers but there is one that's like a menu from the restaurant where him and mj had their first date for example and he then as you find it the narrator which is peter parker he just says oh i remember this and he starts talking a little bit about the moment which is a lot of fun so if you're a huge fan of spider-man which i am or you're a huge fan of the comics this is a nice little tidbit and i find it really amazing um however the more suit the more uh, levels you get in the game yeah yes there is levels i should have mentioned that in the gameplay section um, you do unlock more suits and each suit is actually part of the history of Spider-Man. So there's a Secret War suit, there's the Spider-Man Homecoming suit from the movie Spider-Man Homecoming, there is the Iron suit, the Iron Spider suit from Marvel's Infinity War, that the movie that just came out earlier this year. And so there's a ton of suits. I want to say there's at least 16 suits or 20 suits. And as you buy the DLC, you actually unlock more suits. So. The suits are a big portion. Some of them are actually original designs made from uh, Insomniac, who made the game. Uh, but most of them are from the comics, and it's, it's actually pretty awesome. Uh, let's see what else, what else? I don't want to give too much, too much in terms of spoilers away for the storyline. But essentially, you just play as Spider-Man, and stuff goes down. In the beginning of the game, I will say that you do capture Wilson Fisk, and you put him away. And Wilson Fisk is also known as Kingpin, and he's one of uh, more, uh, one of Spider-Man's long-term long rivals. And putting him away causes more criminal activity to come up because apparently he was holding the thumb to, to them. And uh, it, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. Um, and obviously, you get to see all your favorite characters. So, so there's Aunt May, there's MJ, there's um, Norman Osborn, and you don't really get to see Harry Osborn, but he is mentioned quite frequently in fact he has a whole set of side quests you can do 
they do mention Black Hat a few times. Uh, Black Hat has her own set of um, side quests in the game, and then you do get to see some of the some of the bigger uh, villains like Electro, for example, and Doc Ock. And I don't want to give too many too too many things away, but it is actually an amazing game. And if you're a fan of Spider-Man, you're not going to have a bad time. If you're a fan of any open world games or comic book games, you're not going to have a bad time. It's it's a lot of fun. It can get a little bit repetitive. I found that towards the end of the game, I was playing on medium difficulty and I, ju I just I was breezing through. And that's probably because I did everything before I even finished the game. Um, I got 100% completion on that game, as I said I would and it, it became really easy so for the dlc i actually uh, they actually gave you a whole new different a whole new level of difficulty and so i immediately changed it to that and it's much more challenging now which is great because i get more out of the game instead of just breezing through in an hour or two uh speaking of time why don't we talk about the uh how long to be about this game uh so let's see here i actually have it open already so if you were just interested in so if you were just interested in just completing the main story, you hit the ground running, Spider-Man, Wilson Fisk, we'll do some stuff, done with the game, you're looking at about 16 hours. So it's not it's not bad. In my opinion, it's a little low in terms of uh, hours for a $60 game, but it is, it's pretty decent. Um, and the storyline will pull at your heartstrings. The storyline will make you feel thrilled. Um, so... For that heart-pounding story, I, I totally do it again, and 16 hours isn't that bad. However, if you wanted to do a couple of the extras, you're looking at about 23 hours or so. And that I would say that that's about right. Um, and if you're looking for a completionist where you complete every little thing in the game and you do all the, all the cool little tasks, all the cool little challenges, you defeat all the crime, and which by the way, if you get 100% completion, you do unlock a special suit, which is, I find hilarious, the suit. Um, I'm not gonna give spoilers to what the suit is. Um, you can look it up, or maybe you saw it by a spoiler already, but definitely but definitely that, that suit is, is worth the 100% completion. <laughs> and if you're looking for 100% completion, you're looking at around 31 hours. So, the game took me about 33 hours or so to complete. Um, I'm averaging, the game does not have an internal timer, but if we take that 31 hours, I feel like I spent just a little bit more on that gameplay, because um, I did get everything, and I did actually try multiple times to get everything 100% complete. Um, there are different challenges you can do in the game that you're rated from bronze to gold, and every time I got silver, it really pissed me off, so I kept going to get gold. And uh, Spider-Man actually does comment on this because a villain is making you do these challenges, and he's like, oh my god, I'm so neurotic. I'm, I'm actually mad I didn't perform well for a criminal. And uh, so stuff like that. And obviously the quips in this game are great. Spider-Man delivers the best quips and the best character delivery, and the graphics actually out in the... Um, I'm sorry. And then the graphics actually, like the motion capture and the face captures they're very believable and you can tell that a lot of work was put into this game oh and also for those comic book fans out there miles morales is actually in the game and uh his story starts from really small and it gets a little higher as as the as the game goes on and he, he's pretty awesome as well in it too uh all right i don't think i have anything else to say um let me see here gameplay different types of perk level systems okay storyline main campaign um 
Oh, okay, so one of the things I wanted to, to mention that I have here is a connection to the MCU. So there's no real connection to the MCU, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The Marvel Cinematic Universe isn't a part of this game. Um, however, in this game, you do have the suits from Sp uh, Spider-Man Homecoming and Marvel's Infinity War. And you do actually have special abilities with those suits. But that's pretty much it. Um, as you're as you're going around Manhattan, which is where the game takes place, you don't have access to Queens or Brooklyn or anything. It's just Manhattan. Um, you do see like Avengers Tower. You do see the Sanctum Santorum from uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Strange, and uh, you also actually uh, get to see Alias Investigations, um, which I think is pretty awesome from Jessica Jones. And I'm forgetting her name. Uh, Karen's bar, Catherine's bar, uh, the bar that Luke Cage owns that's named after his wife. That's actually in the game too. Um, there's also one little quick reference about uh, Matt Murdock, which is Daredevil, which I think is hilarious. And um, Spider-Man does state that, oh, I know these guys, I know the Avengers, and you know that I think they're in California or something like that. Um, you don't see any other uh, Marvel superhero. This is Spider-Man's story, uh, but it's pretty cool that you can already tell. It doesn't ignore the fact that it's part of something bigger, which is pretty awesome. Um, oh, actually, the DLC. Let me let me just give a few moments about the DLC. Um, so I have played two episodes of the DLC. I finished one completely, 100%. That was the Black Hat DLC, and it was the first episode of The City That Never Sleeps. Um, this is a set of three DLCs that are all connected together in, in one big story. And the DLC itself took me about three hours, four hours to complete. Which isn't bad, considering that I paid $25 for three DLC episodes. So that's about maybe 9 to 11 hours of my time for 25 bucks, which is pretty good. And also you get new suits, you get new challenges, and you get new characters to interact with. Like, you do play with Black Cat, and oh my god, she is so amazing. And you do, you do play with her. And then in the second episode, you're actually going against a different enemy. And... The, the storyline is interconnected, so I'm not done with the second episode. That one actually just dropped on November 20th, so a few days ago. I've played it for a few hours now, and it's it's a lot of fun. Obviously, the more I get to play Spider-Man, the better. I'm not sure when episode 3 drops, but episode 1 dropped in October 20th, episode 3 November 20th, and I mean, one would think episode 3 comes out December 20th, but we'll find out. All right, guys, I think that's about it. Um, I want to keep the episodes a little short. I want to keep them short and sweet so that you can just enjoy them on your commute, figure out what to play. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode uh, review of Spider-Man and a thousand apologies that I have not been, you know, up to snuff on this uh, on the podcast. I've I, it was honestly a recipe for disaster. You know, I, I'm taking a test. Take a break. Mac breaks. Take a break. So here I am. Uh, however, I'm I'm really trying to streamline these episodes and keep them up, keep them up to date. So, if anyone has any suggestions or any questions, please uh, tweet at me at gac underscore podcast and send me an email at gamingaftercollege at gmail .com. And as always, this is Gaming After College, and this is your host Manny.